Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. A daily show, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. <laughs> oh, God. I just sat down and there was an email from Alan from Blue Frost IT. This is Eric. I've noticed that your hard drive is uh, filling up quickly. Can you uh, get rid of some old files or do you want me to help you with that? And I'm like, that is, that's ghostly that he, he, uh, it, I don't know. I guess he's got like a pipeline, you know, he's connected remotely with me. He checks up on me to make sure. Okay. So he takes a look at what I do to the equipment that gets the Eric Zane show podcast going every single day. And he's like, what the fuck God. And then he's like, you know, doing computer tech shit. Uh, thank God for him because if it weren't for me, I mean, if it weren't for him and it was just me. Oh my God, this show would be screwed up in so many ways. So I'm very, very lucky. And it happens each and every day of the work week in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Let me get right to it on the curbside COVID fiasco, COVID shot fiasco. I had titled it here, Curbside COVID Shot Adventure. Okay, so now two days in a row, that I have uh, wandered out of the home with our beloved NFK, my brother-in-law, Kevin. Uh, two days ago, it was to go get the suit at the men's warehouse for the big wedding. That took very, it took a long time. It took two hours to get that done. Yesterday, much simpler process, at least that's what we thought. Days ago, I uh, I called up the place where we go to get our COVID shots. This would be number five for us. Five. Yes. Give it to me. And so what you do is you schedule COVID shot booster. This is the bivalent one that protects against Omicron and the old variants. It's sweet. And so you get COVID in one arm and then you get flu in the other. So two shots. How about that? And uh, I schedule that damn thing and uh, I, I call my, my doc and they go, oh, yeah. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's get you scheduled. So they got to do a do little. It doesn't seem very difficult to me. Like, it shouldn't be difficult. They would just go, okay, Eric at uh, 1.30, uh, Kevin at 1.45, boom, show up, go get the shot. Now, the last time we did this, it was uh, when the pandemic was on everybody's mind. Now, the pandemic's still there, you know? There's still uh, uh, tens of thousands of people that are freaking getting it and dying 
but no one cares anymore. It's like it never happened. What they've done is they've made COVID shots less available. So, you know, you turn on the radio, you turn on the podcast, and you hear, <coughs> excuse me, you don't hear that. <coughs> you hear, uh, get your uh, COVID shot now, the bivalent uh, uh, shot, which will get you uh, protected from Omicron, you know, doing all this shit. They're like promoting it. So then you go, oh, okay. Um, and then you're like, uh, okay, I, I, I heard the advertisement. I, I want to, uh, I want to schedule my COVID shot and they go, okay. Uh, well, I see where you are, your zip code. Uh, there's no place near you that has this. And, uh, and you're like, well, how the hell can that even be? You know, we're not that far. I mean, what? Huh? You can't be telling me to go get it. And then I got to drive 800 miles to go get the damn thing. They go, okay, we got a spot. It's uh, 11 miles from where you are. I go, no problem. Sounds good. And then the uh, idea of scheduling uh, my shot and the flu with the NFK, same deal. It was like brain surgery. The lady I'm on the phone with, she is, and, and every time this happens, I you always hear them, oh boy, the computer's just slowing down. It's being slow today. It's like that with any type of um, support you're getting for uh, paying a bill or perhaps, uh, um, uh, I don't know, canceling a subscription to uh, to something and you're on the phone with them. You always get that, oh, man, the computers are slow today. I think we're well past the computers are slow stage. You know, I think that I'm not sure why this even happens. And if you're in the medical industry, why in the world is it even a thing to have a piece of tech as important in the medical community to even be slow? How could that even be? Oh, it's well, yeah, but it's 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 web based. Lightning fast where I sit right now in a dormer above my garage. Okay. This is how low tech my setup is. I have standard into everybody's home, uh, a cable modem coming into the home. All right. And then I have a, a cord with a phone clip, like old school landline phone, you know, like an ethernet uh, deal goes into that modem. The other end of it, plugs into a device that goes into a wall plug. Then the signal goes through that device, through the wiring in my house, the 50-year-old wiring in my house, to another device over there behind me with another Ethernet cord into my computer. And I have never had to wait more than half a second for anything to load. It's always lightning fast. So how the fuck... Are we sitting here and you're trying to schedule my COVID shot and you're going, oopsie daisy, boy, everything's a little slow today. Oh my goodness. Gee whiz. Yeah, sometimes we have a little slowdowns. We'll just sit here and wait awkwardly while you get the schedule and get you all set up. Right. This took 15 minutes. Now, my lease on life when it comes to dealing with these types of industry 
um it has been um has been like be patient with them because the second you start to lose your shit you know you're 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 at, you're acting emotionally and you're not going to get what you want and then you're probably going to make somebody upset and you know unless if you are a member of the group formerly known as Zaniacs I don't want that Okay, so I am being sweet as peaches, okay? I am so nice to this lady, and she's constantly, this is a few days ago, she's apologizing. I, oh, jeez. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, this this is taking way too long. I, you know, I'm so sorry about that. And I'm like, ma'am, it is okay. You just do what you got to do. So I got the phone on speaker. I'm like, whatever, feeding the dogs, uh, a million and one things to do around here. And uh, so this takes a pretty fair amount of time. Oh, okay, great. I got you all set. I've got you, Eric, set up at one thirty, at this place. And you've got two shots. You're getting the bivalent COVID shot. You're getting flu vaccine. And then right after you, your brother. In fact, you just, uh, you'll, you'll both be taken care of right there. Now that, that makes perfect sense. The last time we got COVID shots together, we were at our physician. It's right down the street over at Byers Place. Uh, that's our doc. And uh, it was it was so fast. We just went in, boom, boom, out. Minute and a half. Awesome. We get there. Before I get there, I open up this app. It's called My Chart. Okay? And that's like uh, the lifeline to everything medical. And it says... Eric, you are a drive-up, a COVID drive-up uh, shot. What do you call it? Curbside. And uh, I go, I don't remember booking curbside, but I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. So I pull up and the sign says, stop, wait here. I go to the app. The app says, push this green button when you're here. So I've pulled up. I've read the sign. I stop and I'm waiting and then I press the green button that says hit this when uh when here or when when curbside. I hit it. The app says you just broke the app. I'm like, "What the fuck?" So I back out of it, do it again. It says, "No, nope, that didn't work either." So I shut down the app, <coughs> open it back up, press the green button, nothing. At about this time, this little lady, this little Asian lady, she's 1 foot 5. She comes out and she's looking up at me in my truck. And she's like, and she's asking the questions. Why are you here? What's up? What's your name? What's your appointment? And uh, I explained her I, everything I've already explained to you. She gives me a clipboard with all the consent stuff on it and another clipboard for the NFK. She goes, okay, you're all set. Fill these out. Or actually, make a left. Drive 10 feet. Make a left. You're going to see a red uh, building. And then... You're going to talk to the nurse. Now, this was set up when, you know, everybody was getting COVID shots. And like I said, now no one's getting COVID shots. There's like, there's tumbleweeds rolling through the parking lot as I drive up to this structure. Now, what they did was they actually, on the back of the building, they built a, um, a roof to a shipping container. Like the kind you see at a port where they lift the fucking shit off the boat and 
and they've made a door and there's nurses in there. And uh, that's where they were doing, you know, doing COVID testing and wearing the masks and shit and giving people shots. And, and it's just me. And I'm their first person that they're seeing the whole day. So they're so excited that they have something to do. Again, no, we're the first people in Michigan to get this shot, apparently. We pull up. Lady goes, hi. I go, hello. Uh, she said to uh, come see you. Okay, do you have your green card? I go, no, no, I don't. I've got these, uh, I got two clipboards, one for each. She goes, oh, you didn't get a green card. She's looking at me. I go, no, no green card. She says, okay. Bev? Yeah, they don't. I hear Bev. Yeah. Bev, they don't have green cards. You're going to need one. Okay. um, Hang on a second. So she she turns around and I'm already I'm like now I'm like we are now in uh the, it, it all seems sketch to me very sketchy at this point. What's your name? Name. She writes it down and then she misspells it comes back. I think I got it wrong. So I, I give it again and then she goes, "Oh, okay. And what's his name?" I we give him, you know, all right. She goes, "Okay, we've got a problem." I go, "Oh, Okay, what what's up? She says, Yeah, you, Eric, are scheduled for curbside. And this guy right here, he's scheduled for inside. In the building. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, um, worst case scenario, I'll just get my shot. And if it's too much to just I mean, I'm like, why can't you just on the way down to give me one, grab his, the couple of band-aids that you put on your wrist and the little swabby swabby to uh, sterilize the skin beforehand. Why don't you just grab it and, uh, you know, but okay, I get it. You've got to trust the process is what Matt Patricia told us. Trust the process. You, oh boy. You're going to need to park right there in that in spot number 13. And you got to wait there. Someone's going to come see you. Sounds like a plan. Park the car. This lady, uh, I think her name was Mary. She's working with Bev in the shipping container. And uh, the phone rings and it's the nurse inside the building who's going to walk out and give me my shot and so she calls me and she's talking to me while I'm having a conversation getting all that info Mary comes out of the shipping container she goes oh oh my who are you talking to I go and I I say to the lady I go um hang on a second I go I'm talking to the nice lady inside who's Telling me what you told me. She goes, okay, no, everything's changed. Everything's changed. Can I talk to her? So I'm holding my phone out of the car on speaker. She goes, Christy, yes, it's Mary. Yeah, can you just bring down two of everything? They've, they've figured out. They have now figured out that we can make this easier on everyone in Michigan if they bring two of everything out to the truck. And uh, Christy's like, oh, 
it's all like huge revelations, you know? It's like, well, I don't know. This is a two different scheduling things. I don't know if we can pull this off. And uh, uh, Mary's like, to, oh, you'll be fine. It's like, this is like, you know, a brave new world for these people to take uh, a one person who has curbside COVID and another person who has in the building COVID shots and combine to save time, energy, and manpower, I guess. I, all right. So we square all this away. Three people involved in this. Christy, Mary, Eric. Bev's in the container. I have not seen her. Kevin's looking at me like, what the fuck? I go, dude, I know, man. These people are fucking crazy. We wait. Phone rings. Another woman. Uh, LaShonda, I think her name was. Yeah, um, I'm in the building. And so, and same thing. She, she like reviews everything. And uh, you're going to get the shot and you're getting the shot curbside. I go, yeah. And the other patient is going to get it inside the building. And I go, well, yeah, I thought so. But then uh, Mary here just had a talk with Christy. And these two agreed that they're going to do it all at once. Down, And before I could say down here, she goes, no, 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 no. And you can tell she's like, there's some sto- uh, toe-stepping. almost said stow-stepping. There's some toe-stepping going on there. LaShonda is like, no, 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 no. And she's annoyed. And I go, okay. Well, I'm just following everybody's lead. Everybody's kind of just told me what to do. And so... You know, whatever you guys want doesn't matter to me. So now I'm like very agreeable because she seems like the big swinging dick. All right. And uh, I'm like, well, you tell me, what would you like? Hang on. Silence. I hear all these voices. You think they just hit the mute button on the phone? Shauna comes back. We're going to do it all by the truck. So now it's back to that. I go, okay. Yes. Truck is good. We are. We're here and we're ready. Hang up the phone. A um, little bit of time passes. A lot of time passes. We sat there for half of an hour. Finally, some lady, uh, Christy comes down and uh, she it's time to get my shot. So I step out of the truck because the truck's a little higher up, you know, and she's little. I get out. And, uh, Christy gives me the shot. and She gives me flu in my left, actually, and COVID in the right. And she sees Mr. Ten Tattoo. And she's, uh, she starts, she goes, oh, what? Like, what's that? And I go, long, embarrassing story. It's too embarrassing to tell. And she's, and, I, and she's looking at it, and I go, I know you're thinking. And yeah, I know you want to know. But it'll just eat up a lot of time. And no one's going to win with this story. And she goes, okay, great. She gives me my shot. I am now 
I'm done. I'm done. Get back in the truck. She starts walking away. I go, um, is he? And she goes, oh, no, LaShonda's got to do that one. What the fuck is going on here? And it was probably 10 more minutes. And she came trucking around the corner, was as nice as could be. And, uh, yeah, it, 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 this is absolutely perfect. The amount of time that it took me to tell you the story, this is a fraction amount of time that it took for us to do all of this. And I'm like, what has happened? What has happened to the well-oiled machine of getting shots inside of patients? It's very difficult for me to now look you in the face and say, go get your COVID shot because I know this may happen. This comedy of errors, this no fault of my own. This started with the phone call. Oh my God. Still worth it. Of course, because you're going to, uh, uh, have less chance of getting deathly ill and, death itself and less chance of spreading this horrible plague that has killed millions of people for God's sake. But wow, what a clusterfuck. Put it at the top of the list of things to talk about on this show today. Wow. But good to go. That is it. So then, then I'm driving home. Call my wife and uh, I go, Hey, um, have you made your appointment for your shot yet? No. I go, why not? Now, as soon as I said that, I got her on speaker. The NFK goes, you fucking hypocrite. And I'm like, oh, shit. And she goes, what? You always yelling at me, shit, fuck, getting this shit done. You were bitching to me saying, I don't want to lose another brother. You're my only living fat. And he's 100% right. Yeah, you're my only living relative. You're my only living direct uh, family member uh, next to kid. What the fuck you doing? You tell me to get it. How come you ain't got it? And she's starting, you know, that's okay. Now, I would not have done it that way. But he can. He has carte blanche. I would never talk to my wife that way and call her a fucking hypocrite and swear every other word at my wife. He can. That's his sister. He's got more sway and it's him. So I'm like sitting there holding the phone while he's yelling at his sister. And I go, and I'm just like, um, yeah, yeah, you should. And I uh, kind of agree. You definitely got to get this taken care of, honey. What the fuck? Why are you waiting so long? What the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, dude, you guys are going to get, she's going to kick your ass when you walk in the door. She will, she'll actually strike you. So then, um, I go, uh, yeah, honey, it's, it's a little different now. You have to actually, you can't do it through my chart. You have to call. Well, you can, but it's better to, uh, it's better to call. Even though we just had this horrible experience you still want to call. So I explained this all to her 
And uh, she goes, okay, yeah, whatever. And I can tell she's being dismissive. And I go, are you going to call? And she says, yeah, 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 sure. And uh, hang up. And uh, I wait about five minutes. And I call her back. We're still, we're driving down the road. I go, uh, did you do it? She goes, no, I'm going to lay down. I go, no, you should do it right now. And then that gets him going again. He goes, what the fuck? We just talked about this. How come you ain't fucking do what the shit? Fuck, son of a bitch. Oh my God. What the fuck is wrong with you? What? He's screaming at her. So I go, yeah. You know, Kevin's getting pretty agitated. I think he's about to snap. You might want to do this. Come walking in the house. She's on the phone scheduling it. Now, side note, when someone walks and you, okay, someone walks in the house and starts talking to you and you're on the phone. What is more appropriate? Uh, holding your finger up, like, hold, I'm talking to someone. Uh, you know, they're actually speaking right now. And uh, and then, because if it were me, I would go like this or wait and then walk away. What does she do? The person on the phone that she's scheduling this deal with is talking. And Diana goes, I'm like, what the fuck? Why can't, why does this have to, what is wrong with this family? Just let, I, I can see you're on the fucking phone. You don't need to do, you're torturing the person on the other end of the fucking line. My God. So stressful. That was it. And she's like, she gets done. She goes, if I'm sick tomorrow, I'm coming after you fuckers. I go, well, why did you schedule it? Because we have the basketball game tonight. The Grand Rapids Gold play their first game, and all, a lot of people are going. She's going. I go, well, why did you schedule it for tomorrow? You could have scheduled it any day. You scheduled it on the day that you've got something going on in the back half of the day. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. I don't care anymore. Today I wake up. I've got sore arms. I feel like I worked out in the gym, you know? Left arm is sore from flu, but uh, the, and the left arm is more sore than right arm, but not bad. Little slight, slight headache, but it kind of went away after I drank my coffee. We're fine, and I'm glad you're fine too. Go get your COVID shot, please. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Thank you for being part of the show on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, Facebook, you, uh, Twitter, and YouTube, I appreciate you being part of it. Uh, but I have to kick you to the curb. If you want the rest of the show live, okay, you need to go to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. All right? Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live or download the Twitch app and search Eric Zane Live. And then you can watch it uninterrupted and you don't have any of this. Or, of course, you can, as always, download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. I take all of this audio and make it the uh, podcast, the audio podcast. And go ahead on whatever podcasting platform that you like to get the show on and subscribe to the audio podcast, too, whether you listen to it or not. Thank you, thank you, thank you for that. And as always, if you ever want to say hello, 
drop me a line on email. That is the way, that is the quickest way to reach out to me. Eric at ericzaneshow.com on the Shoreliners Striping Inbox. All right, so I say goodbye to Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube now. All right. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Thank you so much. Twitter brought to you by uh, my friends at Blue Frost IT. Eric, your hard drive's full. And then YouTube, the almighty YouTube brought to you by Frank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. I have an appointment with Frank today of uh, renewing my um, health insurance policy through Obamacare. Okay. Uh, day after the election. Well, you had the election on Tuesday. Yesterday, a lot of results came in. Today, they're still sorting it out. It's looking more and more like the uh, uh, balance in the House of Representatives will be more Republicans than Democrats, which is a change. And then um, it's still up in the air. It could wind up being very, very good for the Republican Party, okay? Because there are still three Senate seats that are up for grabs. Whichever party gets two of the three is in control of the Senate. All right? So, uh, and there's, you know, I guess it's taking time for whatever reason. I don't, you know, I'm not sure. The state of Michigan, for the first time in forever, is completely blue. Now, not every state is like this, but where I live right now, the people have spoken. They are sick and tired of red. An unbelievably low number of red votes have turned this state into the California of the Midwest. Oh my God. Everything's blue. The representation in the state is completely blue. The whole idea of that guy, John Gibbs, who was trying to win the seat vacated in the house of representatives given up uh, by uh, Peter Meyer, when he lost the primary to Gibbs, was won by a Democrat, that Hillary Scolton. Oh, my God. That uh, seat hasn't been blue in about 50 years. That's how much, that's how horrible this guy Gibbs was. Everybody gave that guy, everybody hated that guy. So, holy shit, Michigan is now 100% a blue state. And for you red ones, you you reddies, holy shit, you're pissed off. You do not like this at all. But now you've got a new uh, thing on the horizon. And that is what's going on with this whole presidential thing with Trump and uh, Ron DeSantis. Now, I don't know if you saw the... Uh, um, uh, story about how Trump, he endorsed all these uh, people and said, hey, vote for them. And then everybody that he said, hey, vote for them, they got the shit kicked out of them. Trump said in an interview, either yesterday or the day before, if those people win, it was the day before, actually, it was on election day. If those people win, it's because of me. 
But if they lose, it's not my fault. He actually said that. How hilarious is that? Oh, my God. What a thing to say. If they win, if they win, it's because of me. But if they lose, I had nothing to do with it. It is not my fault. (laughs) It is literally having your cake and eating it, too. But I don't think you can. Now. In all of this, Ron DeSantis, after all these people that Trump said, oh, you got to vote for this guy, you got to vote for this girl, they all lost, every one of them. Um, DeSantis now, and, and, and uh, holy shit, uh, Trump's starting to dog DeSantis. And now people are like, uh, no, we got we to gotta, uh, hitch our wagon not to Trump, but to DeSantis. So there's a... Real fucking dissension going on there. I I cannot wait to see how this goes. Oh, and now Trump is like, I got to make my announcement on Tuesday. Got to make my announcement on Tuesday whether I'm running for president. And everybody's like, oh, he's got to make the announcement he's running for president. But a lot of people are like, no, you should wait. You should wait until we see how it goes down in the Senate. Because if your buddy Herschel Walker loses and in these other two races or whatever... Holy fuck, my God. Then everybody, that it's even more bad news for you. Shit. So I tell you what, I am not going to vote Republican. As of right this moment, okay, I will not vote Republican in the next election. That could change, I guess, if someone worthwhile approached and uh, was able to prove to me that um, uh, th- that they're worthy of my vote. I mean, you get a guy like DeSantis who the state of Florida, he won in a landslide, uh, in a landslide reelection. They love the guy. Now I don't, I mean, a lot of people in Florida are fucked up. So I don't even want to begin to start to think that I'm thinking like DeSantis in any way, shape or form. But I'll tell you this right now. I will hear him out as I would anybody. All right. When it comes to the presidential election, what do you got? What do you stand for? What are you all about? And I, in my brain, I have a very uh, changing landscape. The goalposts are constantly moving in my brain as to what's acceptable and what's good for me and what's bad for me. Okay. Depending on just how I feel about the world. And that's okay. That is, that's the way to do it. That's the right way to do it. So. Who knows? Maybe DeSantis would be the guy. And then I would throw my vote to him. But I'll tell you right now, there's no fucking way I'm going to vote for fucking Trump. Fuck that. No way. That I am 100% sure of. I will not be part of that shit show anymore. Thank you, Chris. You're right. That's a good thing, Zane. You're willing to think and change. Well, hell, if the guy's going to put it out there, I'll hear him out. Um, you know, and if there's ever been someone who's vulnerable for giving up a vote, it would be me because Biden. Oh, fuck. He's fucking Jesus. Come on. His brain is oatmeal. All right. Um, I had a conversation with yesterday with a uh, dear friend of mine. And man, holy fuck. 
this was incredible. Years ago, like four or five years ago, a pal of mine was the boss at the Grand Rapids Griffins. When I say the boss, he was the director of game ops and presentation. Your job is to entertain the people as the director that are in the stands with fun things to engage them when gameplay is not going on. So uh, in between the whistles, the players are the show. When play stops, you got to do something in the arena. Uh, man in the stands talking to the fans. Eric's making an announcement. Sing along song. Uh, something uh, on the funny video on the big board that was uh, made. All of that comes because uh, from the director of game operations. He's the program director for everything going on off of the ice. He's an authority. He's so much of an authority. He's the coach. What the coach is to the players on the ice, he's the coach to everything else. So much so. That funny story way back in the day. um, I would say a name like on the PA. And if I, if I, if I did anything on the PA that the um, brass from the Red Wings didn't like. This guy would hear about it, but this guy would handle it a very cool way because, um, you know, there's various members of the Red Wings brass. When I say brass, I mean, former players from Stanley cup eras who are in the hall of fame, whose names might be Steve Eisman. And they sit up there. This is before he was a general manager. Uh, Ken Holland was still a general manager. But this would happen, sometimes Ken Holland would do this, sometimes Steve Eisenman would do this, sometimes Kirk, Kirk Maltby would do this, sometimes Chris, uh, Chris Chelios would do this. But if I if something happens in the stands that the uh, very traditional Hall of Fame hockey guys see and don't like, they walk along the rim of the stadium way up high, They get up from a table. They walk over to the ops booth. They open the door and they say, hey, knock that off. So if I do something that they don't like, they go and they lower the boom. Well, Phil would go, hey, um, do I tell you how to operate the hockey players? Do I tell you who to start and who to bench? Well, then don't tell me. Love this guy. Fucking sweet. Two very distinct entities. You have one business umbrella, but you have man one set of people managing on ice and an entirely different set of people managing off ice. And the two run independently of each other at the same time. There is no overlap. None. So if ops guy steps on hockey guy's toes, or toe or hockey guy steps on ops guy's toes. There's a proverbial butting of the heads. Well, this caused a lot of stress for my dear friend, Phil over the years. And then one day out of the blue, he said, I am stepping down. 
I have been put through a lot of stress and I am in a uh, rough spot right now. I am leaving. And I said, oh, I'm so sad. I don't like that. They brought in a super duper guy by the name of Brandon, who's just fantastic. He equally is strong and I love him just as much. But Phil has been uh, doing other gigs. Uh, so yesterday, I get a phone call, and it's Phil. Goes, hey, buddy, how are you? Not bad. Now, I, I'm not sure why he's calling me. <clears throat> and I'm like, uh, so, hey, it's really good to hear your voice. You know, just thought he's touching base and whatever. And I go, hey, you know, I don't. I was happy to get the phone call. Just shooting the shit. And he goes, hey, uh, I want to tell you. And, uh, no, by the way, when when uh, the uh, when he's doing it for when he's doing it for the hockey team, him and I have he's constantly we're constantly talking on the headphones. Zane, you got to do this. You got to do that. You got. He's telling me what to do. It's awesome. He's a director. Um, he goes, Zane, I have news for you. I go, what is it? He goes, I've just, uh, I just accepted a job. I am going to be the director of game operations off. And I'm waiting for him to say ice that he's coming back off court for the Grand Rapids gold. I go, what? Are you fucking kidding me? This is awesome. This is a position that they, the team has not had. It, it, they created the position for him. Like, what the fuck is going on? So you're going to be doing what you did for the hockey team, but for the basketball team. They just moved into the arena that the hockey team plays in, so that's huge. It's awesome. It's a totally different ballgame, man. Uh, it's just a, a million times better than the fucking shithole Deltaplex. Yeah, you know, I can't help it. It was a dump. Um, and so I go, you have got to be kidding me. I go, this is this, what a, what a step up. And I go, this is, uh, uh, the bucks picking up Tom Brady. And he doesn't say anything. I go, what a way I go. This is as, um, gigantic of a move by the basketball team as big of a move as it was to go from the Delta Plex to the world-class Van Andel Arena through personnel this is equally as gigantic do you know that and I said that to him and it's quiet and then I hear <laughs> I made him cry he goes <laughs> I overdid it. I went too hard on the accolades. It's so good. I go, oh, buddy. Oh, fuck, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I went too big. I go, Phil, I'm so happy. Oh, my God. This is great. Ah. Oh. And so he, uh, he, he, I, I reeled it in and kind of like, you know, you're going to, yay, buddy, it's okay. And, uh, he, um, 
he kind of like um, chilled a little bit. And uh, we had a nice conversation. So I'm just stoked. I'm like, fucking A. I am a, I am a very... Uh, my point in all this isn't to uh, bring up how awesome Phil is. Um, the, the point in all this is to, again, it was on display about how amazing I am at conveying messages and emotions. This is another reason why you all are very lucky to have me. And I just wanted to highlight that because I think I'm great. So uh, you're welcome. That's ridiculous too. I know. I know. Are you guys even listening to me on the chat? It is. It's It's one of, I, I've looked at it like three times and then I actually go away from it because it is so not involved with anything that I'm actually talking about. And I'm like, why do you guys, why don't you just, you know what you should do? You should just go ahead and have your own group and then just have a conversation about whatever. And then listen to the podcast later. You, you, I think that might be a better use of your time. It's, it's remarkable. I don't, I'm, 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 why, why, what brings you here? Is it the camaraderie? Sean says 90% of my comments have been show related. He's got it down to percentages. All right. Well, enjoy yourselves. Knock yourselves out. Knock yourselves out. Have fun. You're welcome to talk about whatever you want. Amanda is throwing Kenny under the bus. She says it's all Kenny. Now, I don't think that that's fair. I think that you're, you know, that's a little rough. If you're going to do that, he's not going to want to have sex with you. We are still in a holding pattern trying to get you two to have sex. Uh, but if you insult him like that, he's not going to have sex with you. All right. Um, have any of you, I, uh, I, I'm sure you have heard of this. I've talked about it. There is an organization that I, uh, I thought it was the coolest thing. And I heard from one of you who reached out to me about the organization adventures with purpose. Now, if you know the story, don't get ahead, don't, don't get ahead of me on the chat. Just lay low adventures with purpose. This started a few years back. Um, when two people, Sam Ginn and Jared Lysek in 2019, they began a, uh, they're using their skills in, um, diving, scuba diving and, um, various, uh, pieces of, of new technology equipment they had to work as an environmental cleanup company. And whenever there was, um, like in wherever, in the, wherever they live in the Oregon area, uh, there was. Hey, we found a vehicle underwater. There's obviously all sorts of fluids in the vehicle. It needs to get out of the waterway. Can you guys do that? So they uh, they go under, they survey, they, all right, we can pull this out. They have the necessary winches and equipment to lo uh, after they locate it and hook it all up and remove the vehicle. Well, um, 
the, a couple times when they did this, they found someone's remains, a person who had passed away. And then they're like, huh, well, um, then a, a uh, unsolved mystery or a crime happened and they were able to locate another victim where they, they set out to find a car and they actually did it. Um, found a vehicle and, and uh, uh, found someone and got the remains back to the family. And thus the entity Adventures with Purpose was born. Now, they charge nothing to do this. I remember talking about on the show they had... Uh, uh, Unsol- a lot of unsolved uh, uh, mysteries about where people were and people who had gone missing, whatever happened to so-and-so. Oh, were they abducted? Were they sex trafficking? No, they're in a fucking car at the bottom of the so-and-so river. So these guys drive or uh, travel to all parts of the United States and in North America doing this. They would then shoot video. And then they would publish the video online and people would follow the page. And that's how they sustained through views and they were very respectful about it and a lot of mysteries. And, uh, it, it was just a beautiful thing so much so that people started to even donate. They have, they have uh, Hey, would you, we'd like to keep adventures with purpose, uh, funded. Um, please help us so that we can help others. How sweet is that? Um, one of the members of the audience reached out to me and, uh, while describing what I'm about to describe to you, um, this person said, yeah, I, uh, I'm a monthly giver of Adventures with Purpose. The sweet person reached out to me and said, hey, have you heard of Adventures with Purpose? And I went, yeah, yeah, you know, I think I have. They, they, they find uh, missing people. Well, just like that, just like finding a person's body inside of a car, This gentleman, Jared uh, Lysek, is uh, is accused of child rape. Holy fuck! Well, there you go. That he's forty seven, facing child rape charges now. This is a 30-year-old charge. And Jared, what he's accused in Utah where this happened, there is no statute of limitations on these types of incidents. But when he was like 17, 16, 17, there was a nine or nine to ten year old child and the person is now grown, obviously, and says, yeah, this guy raped me when I was a kid. Oh, fuck. The state of Utah has filed criminal charges on Lysak. These crimes were allegedly committed in 1992. This is very similar in some in some uh, aspects of when I worked on the radio, and my a whistleblower informed me that my co-host had done this exact same thing at nearly the same age. 
except my co-host actually pled guilty. Lysek, who was 17 at the time of the alleged crimes, is facing two counts of first-degree rape of a child, documents obtained by KOIN 6 News revealed. According to court documents, Lysek forced himself onto the victim, who was between the ages of 9 and 10 on two different occasions. Court documents say it happened on or between October 1, 1992 and November 1, 1992, and the second time, January 1, 1992, and December 31, 1992. Uh, talks about um, adventures with purpose has solved more than 20 missing missing person cold cases. Um, and that's about it. His uh, first court appearance is scheduled for November 30th. Coin six news has reached out to lie second adventures with purpose for a statement, but has yet to hear back. A couple of red flags in the past. Um, uh, First of all, the chan- the the TV, the YouTube channel receives tip-offs and requests from the public through their social media accounts. They do not per- pursue rewards from family or charge the families or police involved, but will not reject rewards if given. Wait a minute, this is weird. They do not pursue rewards, and then the next sentence says, instead... Okay, it says uh, AWP funds its searches through video views, subscribers, donations, and merchandise sales. However, however, in 2020, they had threatened to sue for a $100,000 reward pledged by five anonymous donors for the discovery of Ethan Kazmerchak, Kazmerzak, who had disappeared in 2013. The Kazmerzak family do- uh, donated an undisclosed amount. As of 2022, the team has six members. In November... Jared Lysak accused of raping a child in Utah in 1992. Wow. So bummer. My God. Hopefully the rest of the people that aren't in allegedly to raping children will be able to continue. If this guy is continue uh, is found guilty. Holy shit. That is ugly. All right. Got the Patreon bonus podcast coming up a little bit later on today. One of 11 bonus shows each week. I do have some news. Uh, I asked Ben yesterday. First, we were going to think we we're thinking about doing the show on Wednesday yesterday, but then we both realized we had something going on. Uh, we're both booked today. We're both booked Friday. Saturday is rest day. Sunday is rest day. Unfortunately, and I apologize for this. The Ben and Eric Patreon podcast and, and, uh, who are these Zanes? Sorry. We will bring them back next week. Sometimes this does happen with different schedules and things like that. We do the best we can, but occasionally this does happen where we cannot put out a show, but thank you for being there on Patreon and, um, we will bring it back next week. And I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, I love who are these saints. It's got to be longer. And here I am telling you, I can't do it. I'm not going to, not going to be available. I got basketball today. I got hockey tomorrow. And, um, yeah, just can't do it. Just cannot do it. I have to have a balance and I I've heard, well, why don't you do, and we have done it where we've done, uh, Ben and Eric on like at like three or four, but 
it can't be done this way because Ben works to a certain time every day now. It's different than when he was working with FedEx. And it does get to be, it's a balanced thing. If I'm spending too much time not doing things like taking care of home stuff, uh, being brother-in-law, being husband, being father, being guy who watches dogs, it turns fucky. You just can't do it. So I'll get you next week. Anyway, that's weird. Sign up for Patreon. Hey, by the way, there's two shows I'm not doing this week. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. It is 100% supported by um, your pledges and your subscriptions. No advertising whatsoever on it. However, this free one, plenty of advertising. And the open and live stream brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. 616-532-6600. Reach out to them when you need to get your vehicle repaired. A trusted place to get your vehicle repaired. They are looking for a new technician. Join this growing team. They're not reducing their number. They're just adding one because they've uh, doubled their size. Their state-of-the-art facility. They put some real cash into this deal. Plus, if you work there, you get to access the number one coffee maker slash espresso maker on the planet slash hot cocoa maker. It's ridiculous. 401k paid vacation. You get to work with Bruce. You get to work with Megan, Eric, and Jamie. I'll visit you. You got the car show. You got the friggin' great food giveaway number three, which is coming up. My God. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. If you um, are in business for yourself, if your employer does not offer insurance, or you've been accused of being an abuser and you're about to lose your job, allegedly, uh, you need insurance in the marketplace. 616-914-4070. 616-914-4070-4. Frank Fuss, My Policy Shop Insurance. He's also the Medicare Social Security guru. Hello to the Kent County Health Department. Uh, promoting the WIC program for those who may be having a difficult time getting food on the table. Reach out to my friends at the Kent County Health Department. Accesskent.com slash health. Also, immunizations for the little ones. All of those, uh, well, they're, they're all important, but uh, measles, mumps, rubella, pertussis, meningitis, whooping cough, the cervical vaccine, um, cervical cancer vaccine, all with the Kent County Health Department accesscat.com slash health. And then, of course, Blue Frost IT, who just showed up in a big way for your old pal Eric Zane today. Eric, let's take a look at that hard drive. That's because they are the managed IT service provider for the Eric Zane Show podcast. Every small and medium-sized business needs a managed IT service provider because if you do not, then you do not get service like that. Then when everything goes to shit and your business stops, you basically are starting from scratch to figure out the problem. Time is money, and you're losing a lot of time while you do that. Oh, my God. That could be a massive, massive loss for you. Blue Frost IT to start that process. 616-285-50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It is time to say hello. 
to Kyle from Dumpster Divers. That's it's a Thursday. That's right. It is time for Let's Kill with Kyle. Hello, Alexander. Kyle, what's going on? Just fucking chilling, dude. You're at the uh, you're at the shop, huh? Oh, I'm at the shop, just shopping. Do we call it a shop or do we just call it an office? What what what? what I mean, seriously. We um we like internally call it shop, and the only reason for that is because all three of us used to work at Two Men in a Truck, and then we always called that place shop for gotcha. some reason. Okay, okay. So I see. yeah, we just call it shop, but it, it's it's not shop like at all. Like there's no industrial right. equipment or nothing. <laughs> I remember one time about a year ago, you had done a junk removal, and um. The person that you were helping said, oh, yeah, uh, the, 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 the junk removal that you're removing also includes an unbelievable pile of recyclable bottles worth 10 cents a piece. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah, for sure. Now, it looked like it. In, and then so you take all those back and then you can go get money for those. I would have to. Did that pass a thousand dollars in returnables? So, no, I, I don't think it did. Uh, we returned some of them, and then um, we got real fucking busy, so they were just sitting here for a bit. And then Tony, um, one of his buddies, was going through, like, a rough financial time or whatever. So we ended up just giving them to him so he could oh, return yeah. them because we're fucking nice as hell. Yeah, problem solved. You get the junk out of there, and he gets some cash. Yeah. Tony's doing okay. That's your latest employee. He's been with you for about half a year, right? Yeah, yep. I love that. Yeah, business growing. I keep hearing that from my sponsors. Slowly but surely, business is growing. Oh, yeah. Um, did you ever sell all of those stupid uh, role-playing games or give those away? Yeah, they're all gone, dude. We fucking sold them, dude. I, I, the last one I had to ship to this dude in, like, Tennessee or whatever. Well, he paid for the shipping, but... In like Tennessee or whatever, and so that was the last of it. So these these games, it's not Dungeons and Dragons, but it's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, right? Yeah, yeah. There's there's shades of D and D in these games for sure. Okay, so um, you, and and you pick those up, and same thing. You went to someone's house, do a junk removal, you end up getting all this shit. Yeah. Have uh, so that I I find that interesting. The things that you guys uncover, it's almost like you could do your own. A uh, YouTube channel, you know, just compile shit for a year and then edit it down into six episodes. That'd be, that'd be kind of sick, you know, but of course you have to pay someone to get all the footage. I guess you could do it yourself, but it might be kind of a pain in the ass. Oh yeah. I can see it. I can fucking see it. Okay, man. Well, I'm so glad to have you back at some point during this. If you're on, if you're near a computer, I'm going to try to invite you again on Twitch. Yeah, yeah, I am by my computer right now. I'm staring at you right now. Oh, that's good. That's good. So while uh, <laughs> while while we get started on this and begin to talk what we're going to talk about, I will send you some time. I've never done this before. We tried it um, last week. And, and what you have here is some new feature on Twitch. And it's called Guest Star. Uh, okay. So I just clicked it. And... This is what we tried last week. Now, when I tried it last week, um, you said, oh, I don't know my username or my password or some shit. 
No, I, I, that shit was good, but then it, it wanted me to add my phone number, which I did, and oh. then it said that it was like, that's already connected to a different account. I'm like, it's this account, dude. So have you gotten any further than that, or is it going to do the same thing now? I don't know. Okay. Um, let me, did you already send it? No, it, and I'd go, is it the Chibian show? Yeah. Is there an S at the end of Chibian? Yes. The Chibians. I wonder if it has to be capitalized. No, there you are. The Chibian show. Send invite. There it is. Let's see here. Accept. All right, let's see what the fuck goes on. Let's see what the fuck goes on here. Boom. It'll continue. Add my phone number. I'm doing it. It better fucking work, dude. All right, boom. Continue. All right, add my password. <laughs> okay, verify. I don't know if it's going to work. Come on, Switch. Let's see here. Verify the phone number. You know what? This is stupid. Yeah, I don't know why it does. It says you know, this phone number is linked to another account. We, you know, Wait, we we have to we have to stop this. We have to do this off of the air, which I think is what I was was thinking I should do. But for some reason, I decided to try it again. This is not on you. Gonna, <laughs> this is what Wait, we need you know to what? do. It's telling me to do something. Let me fucking see if I can no, fucking do it. Don't do it. This is I have to enable something. Just, just talk, talk about the Lions while I'm doing no, this. No, no, no. I fucking just, called it, dude. Just stop. Stop. We'll, we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> All right, listen. I want to welcome you in, and I'm so glad that you are here. Uh, Corey says, do it now. Let's watch this gerbil get through the maze. No. No, no, no. And that's a funny way to describe it. Uh, how has it been for you in the past week? Has anything fun happened to you uh, being involved with uh, dumpster divers or anything that you want to talk about in the world? Because we just had the election. Oh, yeah, that's right. The fucking election. Oh, yeah. People all over Facebook just posting pictures of themselves with a little sticker. Did you sure. even did you even vote? Are you a guy to vote? No, I, I didn't vote. Why not? What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm I'm not into the whole uh, I'm not into the game, dude. I'm, it's uh, you know, there's like a I'm about to get a little deep here, so follow me on this one. Oh, God. Um, fucking, there's like a when you okay, how how would you describe that? If you like take the human race and you fucking you're looking at it from like a bird's eye view, like way above, right? Every this is like a this is like a psychology or like some shit like that. Oh, but no, it's terrible. Everything that humans do, no matter if it's like silly or if it's like really official, like the government or like voting or whatnot, like everything humans do is essentially can be categorized as a game. Like we're just stuck on earth and we're fucking bored. So we come up with games and shit to pacify ourselves or whatever. And that's just one of them to me, dude. Like, well, to, so you're to like, as well. you're like, it's a, it's a game. And I'm just not into it. Dude. Let me, uh, let me read to you. Uh, I, can you see Ryan? He writes quote, take the human race and look at it from a bird's eye view. This is like a psychology <laughs> theory or some shit like that. <laughs> oh, well, all right. Very good. Well, so all right. Maybe you're not about voting. No problem. Uh, what else is going on, Kyle? So, yeah, I, I, 
I fucking came prepared. First of all, like I said about the Lions, did I, I, I fucking called it, dude. It was the it was the fuck you Aaron Rodgers experience on that game Sunday, dude. And we fucked up Aaron Rodgers big time, dude. Yeah, I love that. Um, you know, he he was horrible. And you know what I read? I read his receivers are getting pissed off because he's blaming them all the time. Yeah, I, and I can see it, too, because he's a fucking doucher like that. Um, it's like, yeah, dude, you were throwing terrible throws all game, so don't blame the fucking receivers, dude. I, I think uh, equally terrible, though, was Jared Goff. Oh, yeah, that was... Yeah, just, I don't know. I, don't, I never know what he's doing. I never know what he's doing. That fucking team, you know, they'll play solid defense, and then they, it's it's you, you, you. I don't think I've seen a game where both offense and defense play well. I know. It, it, the Lions can't do it. We don't, I think the last time we did it was like a 2014 or some shit like that. Yeah. Um. So if they win this next game, they play the Bears, that'll be a miracle, I think, because they're playing in Chicago. Weather's going to suck. Justin Fields is turning out to be great. And uh, all right, so there you go. They'll be if they yeah. win. If they win, they'll be uh, they'll be uh, uh, fucking three and six. How about that? Isn't that crazy? Dude, I think I think we're going to beat the Bears, dude. I think that the like most of the Bears team is shitty. Yeah. It, uh, and although Justin Fields was kind of shitty at the beginning of the year, so hopefully they just go. You know, we just got to focus on this fucking guy and just shut him down, and that'll be it. All right, all right. What else? Um. So yeah. So quick, quick story before I found some sick ass news headlines that we got to discuss. But before that, I got to tell you, there's this fucking. So our office, right, is part of like a like it's in a building with other businesses or whatever. So right. we have like a huge ass parking lot out back. And there's like this lady. <laughs> oh man, this is fucking stupid to explain. But there's like this lady that will like drive out there um, in like a white truck. Um, and, and she just like kind of sits like diagonal in the parking lot and just rails cigs. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> She's just fucking out there. Like, she'll come at, like, 8 in the morning or whatever. And I've seen her, like, she'll just sit there for, like, a couple of hours and just fucking rail six. And I never know what she's, like, I don't know what the fuck she's doing. So you're constantly, Um, is she, like, every time you look out there, she's out there? Or she stands out there consecutively for that long smoking? No, she, she stays in her truck. So, like, and, yeah, so, like, if nothing is going on out there, she just stays out there. And, like, so sometimes, you know, I'll leave in the morning and she's out there or whatever, and I'll come back at, like, 10 or 11 to do something over here. And she's just still out there just railing those fucking cigs. Um, but, so, anyways, today I, I was out I was out to get the trucks ready because Tony was taking off. And um, so, anyways, he left and she was out there. And so I just, <laughs> for no fucking my chair like for my desk and I just went out there and just sat in the chair and just stared at the truck and then she fucking just laughed (laughs) wait a minute did you say it uh, cut out out for a second did you say you brought the chair outside yeah yeah, (laughs) my office chair outside I just sat in it and just stared at her truck and then she fucking rolled out so like I think like that like it makes the mystery bigger. Like what's she doing? And then why does she get spooked when somebody comes out there and looks at her? You know what I mean? Someone is sick now. And you did, did you indicate that you, um, you do or do not know if she's affiliated with any of the other businesses? 
No, she's definitely not because like all the other people that you know have offices here and whatnot, they like park in the parking spots, but she's always just kind of okay. like off in the somewhat in the corner, just kind of all right. not in a parking spot, just sitting there, just smoking them. I'm getting a suggestion from Chris. He uh, seems to think that could be a person dealing some type of uh, drugs or a hooker. Oh, you know what? That is interesting. That that would explain why she was spooked when I was just looking at her. <laughs> right. She might think, ah, oh, boy, this is a bad place. Maybe that had been a meeting place in the past for uh, somebody who wanted product or a John. Did did she look okay? Not that all uh, hookers have to look good. Well, she, I, I would, I would uh, say that she's probably not a hooker based on what she looks like. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just the, yeah, the mystery thickened. I was like, you know what? I got, I got a lot of time. I'm just gonna sit out on the chair and just stare at her. She got fucking spooked. Shit! Wow, that's interesting. I love it. I, I, I can't wait to find out the rest of the story if she comes back. I know, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know next week for sure. <laughs> Chris adds, uh, rough hookers are cheap hookers. That's true. So, yeah, she could be a cheapo. It's hard, it's hard to say. <laughs> have, you ever, uh, have you ever picked up a hooker? Me? No. No, that's, no, uh, that's I not haven't my either. game. <laughs> and, nowadays, and nowadays, anybody who just goes and picks one up off of the street, I mean, what a horrible thing that would be. I mean, why would you do that considering there's an app where it's not, you don't even have to pay for it. It's just another person who wants to have sex with you. Right. You know? Yeah. That's uh, I I don't know. One time in, uh, when, this is when I was like 16 or 17, we were like cruising around, um, me and, me and some of my buddies and, uh, we drove past, like, it was like in like, the downtown ish, like the West side, but yeah. kind of by where like the, the Coca-Cola factory is. Okay. Um, and uh, there was like this lady out and we could definitely tell she was a hooker. And my buddy, uh, who was, who was just like the wildest person I ever met, who he ended up joining the army cause he's just too wild. And he, um, fucking like hung out the window and he chucked a bunch of pennies at her. I was like, oh, hooker. Throwing <laughs> pennies at the hooker. Oh my God. She's working. Yeah, so that that was that's my only experience of ever even seeing a hooker. Yeah. Holy shit, my god! I guess some people might do it for the thrill of it, but I mean, the, and then the simple fact that you could be talking to a cop. I mean, my god! Yeah, I know. Go to Vegas, dude. It's leagues. Jesus. Um, all right, what else you got, Kyle? All right, so check this out. So I got two fucking sweet ass. And actually, to be honest with you, I should just. Um, you probably you probably need to see the pictures. Can, can you pull up the internet so your the yep. crowd can yep. see I sure what can. I'm about to tell you? Yeah, sure. All right. Google just Google hilarious news stories 2022. All right. That's what you did to get this. Yeah. Yep. All right. Take me a second. Excuse me. Hilarious news stories 2022. Yep. Okay. Or hilarious news 2022 or whatever. But you'll see um, Reuters.com. Uh, it says weird, wonderful, and odd news stories. Do you see that one? Yeah. All right. So click on that. And then you got to scroll down. Uh, this, this story, I guess, is a, a little bit older. It's from October 20th. But the, the, the title of the fucking article is Massachusetts woman accused of assaulting officers with swarm of angry bees. I see it. I do see it. 
So click on that fucking thing because you got to show the picture. They got pictures of this or whatever. So anyways, the background of this story is this fucking lady, um, <laughs> her name is Rory Woods. Um, she's a professional beekeeper, right? And she fucking, um, this dude that was like part, part of some group with her, she's like in a group like against evictions or whatever. Anyways, this dude's getting evicted, right? And, um, cause I don't know what he did. Probably just didn't pay or whatever. Uh-huh. So she shows up. This lady lives fucking hell. Look at this picture. This lady lives like 25 miles away. I read and just was real fucking pissed that this guy was getting evicted. So she shows up to the eviction yeah. with her fucking bees. <laughs> like they, like she's trying to unleash them on the fucking cops, right? Like you you can so, see, yeah, you can click yeah. Five pictures. You, you gotta click through all of them, dude. They're hilarious. I like it. In the first clip, she's got her arm underneath the deputy, and he's almost he, <laughs> he's wincing and almost laughing. You can tell there's uh, an exchange going on. Picture number two, uh, they're just kind of looking at her, and she's grabbing uh, something else uh, that uh, keeps yeah, the bees. Yeah, so I read that she took that thing, and she was trying to hit, like, the, the bee things yeah. to fucking make the bees mad. And the bees are like, <laughs> fucking, we don't want to do Bees, you know, if they're just honeybees, they're usually pretty calm. Oh, no, wait yeah, a minute. These, these ones were not, for sure. They stopped okay. shit tons of people. Okay, so that she was actually successful in getting the be- the bees to do her bidding. Yeah, yeah, so this this paragraph says, she then smashed the lid of one hive and flipped it off the flatbed, agitating the bees. Oh, my God. They swarmed the area, stinging several officers and bystanders who were nearby. Oh, my God, crazy (laughs) bitch, fucking A. That's like a... But get this, so this is the crazy part, right? And the last picture of it is like her mugshot or whatever. Yeah. So... Um, she faces four felony accounts of assault and battery by means of a dangerous weapon. <laughs> so the point here is that fucking bees are dangerous weapons, dude. They're get, they are weaponized, baby. The bees are just like last week when I was talking about the owls, dude. The bees are fucking coming after us. No, I, I totally see it, and that's. I think there's a Marvel superhero called Yellow Jacket that actually does this. Like controls bees and gets them to attack people and shit like that. How fantastic <laughs> is that? So yeah. So the the best the best part about the article is that the very last sentence says that she pleaded not guilty. And it's like dude, there's a oh bunch of pictures God. of you fucking yeah bringing your bees, dude. <laughs> Someone is saying that this mugshot. She looks like a smug asshole. Oh yeah, her name's Rory. So you saw that motherfucker coming. Rory, the smug bitch. Looks like that. That's that's a face I'd see every day when I work with free beer. <laughs> All right, uh, excellent. I appreciate that story. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, there's uh, there's another one. You don't have to look this one up. Although if you did at some point, it is fucking. There's a funny picture. But so this one says. The National Park Service wants humans to stop licking this toad. Okay, right? So that's like the, the title, which is hilarious enough. But uh, this one's on NPR. So if you, if you did happen to look it up, um, NPR Strange News or whatever, they got this fucking, it's like a kind of like a mugshot of this toad, like looking into a motion sensor trail cam. And this toad, so this toad is fucking, I guess it's like seven inches long. Now, that's a big-ass fucking toad, if you ask me. If I, if I saw a seven-inch toad, I'd be like, what the fuck's going on? But um, 
People are looking at it because I guess it's got like DMT on it or something yeah, like that. So on, you fuck, yeah. they're tripping balls. That's very for much. Sure, right? uh, uh, the, the secretions, this happens. This has uh, uh, been quite a thing lately, in fact. And you know who's been promoting this is Mike Tyson, of all people. Yeah, yep. I, I read that in the article. Yeah, I see you got the picture. Look at that fucking toe. <laughs> he's looking right at it. He's like, a, he's like, it's like chunk the groundhog. Holy shit. He's looking right at it. That's fucking great. I know, and the funny part, too, is, like, so it's, like, the fucking National Park Service, right? So they got a Facebook. Um, so, you know, you're trying to, like, make these posts to, like, catch people's attention. Yeah. And listen to what they fucking wrote. They go, this starts out really boring, but it goes, as we say with most things you come across in the National Park, whether it be banana slug, blah, 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 a couple other things, like, please refrain, but it goes... Or a large toad with glowing eyes in the dead of night. It's like, please refrain from licking. And I'm like, yeah, dude, that's a little fucking intense. Well, but yeah, just like, there's shitloads of people that are just, like, they're going to get these fucking things so they can trip balls. Well, dude. yeah, you get a lot of people that want to be one with nature, especially out in the great uh, western areas of the United States. They're all fucking hippies. And now the word <laughs> is out. The word is out, so they're going to be licking everything, you know, because this is how this got found out in the first place. However long ago it was, somebody decided to lick the frog, and then he was tripping, and then the word has spread for however many decades and hundreds of years. God knows how long people have been doing this, you know? I know. And the crazy part, too, is... Um it's funny how journalists write, because um, that was my one of my minors in college is journalism, because I was like into it for a little bit there. Um, but so they write this thing, and they're like, Sonoran desert toads secrete a potent toxin that can make you sick if you touch it or get the poison in your mouth or whatever. So they make us sound real bad. But then the next the next little paragraph says, despite the risk, people have discovered that if you lick it, it's got a powerful hallucinogenic known as. I don't know, five MEO DMT or whatever. Yep, yep. So it's like they're trying to like hide like the like the reason. Oh, like yeah. The, oh yeah, people are just looking at it to get sick, and it's like no, people are looking at to see see some well, shit. Yeah. Uh, America's <laughs> favorite junkie, Hunter Biden, has even said this thing's great. It helps me with my addiction, and he's addicted to everything on the planet. You know. Yeah, um, my guy Hunter Biden, dude. Just, uh, I think that the crazy part is, at least, um, I mean, I guess it depends, like, what sort of things in American culture you pay attention to. But Hunter Biden, I'm pretty sure, is like, like the scoundrel of America, like the lowest of the low. You know what I mean? Like, like a druggie who has done some bad fucking stuff, and it's all publicized. Well, well wait a minute. I, I just feel like he's like the worst dude in America. Uh, no, I. <laughs> I know very little about him. I know I keep hearing his name mentioned. I know some, uh, this is all I know. Loves getting high, laptop, and his dad is the president. That's all I know. Oh, yeah. There's a, there's tons of more shit out really? there. Really? Has he killed anybody or anything? I don't know shit about this guy. Dude, maybe or whatever. I know that in, I don't I don't pay much attention to this stuff. I'm pretty sure yeah, I know so he like did like some shady business dealings ah, or whatever with no big deal. The Ukraine, I think back in the fucking day. Who hasn't? And, what's that? <laughs> Who hasn't? Oh yeah. Right. For sure. And uh, it's like, he did like some like illegal ass stuff. And I think and was like, uh, like promising that fucking Joe Biden was going to do some shit for oh, like the okay. Ukraine or whatever. Oh, okay. And then like, the whole Russia thing happened, and then we're like, oh, yeah, like Ukraine. So it's like, it's all very connected, I feel like. Who are we to judge? <laughs>
<laughs> well, but then again, I know that you like to get high up in the sky and look down at humanity from a bird's eye view. So you probably <laughs> have an interesting. That's what you got to do in life. I feel like that's like the best way to like to make your life kind of funny. You know what I mean? Like if you, because you know, like we're like humans are like in a routine, like, right, like right. society is built, like how society is built. But if you just like stop for a second and you're like, what the, like, what are people doing? Like, what is everything? Then you start to, you start to find like the funny things in life. Dude. Uh, for the record, I love this frog. This frog is my favorite. <laughs> I love him. Have know, you? He looks, he looks so badass in that picture. Yeah. He's just like, yo, what's up? You want to let? Have you ever? Uh, have you ever seen Chunk the Groundhog? Are you familiar with him? Mm, oh no, dude. no. I, the only groundhog I know is that motherfucker that comes out of the ground. Wait, is that a groundhog? Yeah, that's a groundhog. Yeah. Well, this motherfucker, he uh, he figured out he loves to uh, raid the garden. So some dude set up a trail camera. Okay, check this out. Look at him. He just gets something to eat and goes and looks, <laughs> and he just looks right at the camera while he's eating it. Fucking chunk the groundhog, dude. So, kind of badass, yeah, dude. And the mob, <laughs> look at look at him. And the and the people that own the property, they were like destitute. They lost their jobs and they were broke. And uh, all of a sudden, one day, this groundhog comes on the scene and then has like a little groundhog baby, as you can see. And they started putting these videos up and now they're worth like $500 million because this fucking groundhog. So now all they do is they just plant crops for the motherfucker to eat it and look at the fucking camera. Oh man, see that's, that's ingenuity right yeah. there. That's look fucking, at, that's the American spirit right there. He's got a goddamn <laughs> carrot. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That is what I imagine like if Netflix was alive like yeah. i imagine that's what netflix sees 24 7 just this is what they see yeah. with human beings hell kenny sent me a sticker that i still have over my shoulder of the ground dog and he sent me a shirt with one of the screenshots from that from that fucking thing and look at the squirrel <laughs> shows up sometimes there's a chase sometimes in the and they uh he goes and has babies the whole neighborhood is full of groundhogs now because of this one guy Every video yeah. gets a millions of views. Dude, groundhogs are pretty fucking... I, I, I might have told you guys this before, but I'm going to fucking say it again. So I wrote this... Um, I took a social problems class in college, and like you had to like write this paper at the end, like like the main paper at the end or whatever. Yeah. And our, our professor was from Kenya, and he was like, I've never given anybody an A because I don't think that like basically college kids are smart enough to like write something that's good enough for me to give them an A. Yeah. Anyway, so I wrote, I wrote this paper and like the whole point of the paper was that humans are probably actually the stupidest um, like creatures on the planet. Cause the, the example I used in the paper was dogs. I'm like, think about fucking dogs, dude. I'm like, dogs found a way to like get free housing, free food, they can shit wherever they want, make you clean it up. Like, you know, they get pet. Like, everybody loves dogs. I'm like, think about fucking dogs, dude. I'm like, dogs aren't waging wars against other <laughs> races of dogs. You know what I mean? They don't have economy problems. Like, I'm like, so dogs might be, dogs are definitely smarter than you. And then look at this fucking groundhog, dude. He got to figure it out, too, yeah. dude. Did the you groundhog's end up, way hey, smarter than us, and, dude. And, and did you say that you ended up getting an A on the deal? Yeah, I got an A minus, dude. It's pretty cool. Um, 
Well, you know, that's interesting. You, you bring that up about the, uh, about the animals because uh, that, that's absolutely true. Holy shit. Yeah, like that fucking groundhog is living the life, dude. Like, would I love to be just fucking chilling and eat, getting free food and just boning and just making, you know what I mean? Like, for sure, but I can't. I gotta go work at fucking dumpster divers, dude. Look at, <laughs> look at this fat fuck. He's sitting on his ass with his fucking feet out eating an apple. And he's gonna yeah, go. He's got it made, dude. Yeah, he's gonna go have uh, groundhog sex with this one a little later on. And bats right in her asshole. And then you're going to be sitting there watching hookers smoke cigarettes in front of your place. <laughs> For sure, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, I always love my time with you. You're fantastic. And by the way, all that thing you wrote in your paper sounds like a stand-up act. I know, right? It, it, is, it is somewhat funny, but to me, just humans are funny. Like, like life is pretty funny if you really think about it. And it's true, dude. Dogs got it fucking made, dude. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Megan says, did you title it, uh, quote, think about fucking dogs. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, fuck. I don't remember what I call it. It, was, it probably like was some snooty, like I'm trying to sound all smart title or whatever. Steve, but Stevie if wants it was, to... if I was allowed to be true Kyle, that's totally what I would title it, dude. Sorry. I messed that up. That was Sarah who said that. Um, did, uh, did Steve and Stevie wants to know if you still have the paper. Oh no, no! I I I got rid of I get rid of everything. Actually, one of my uh, the things that people hated about me most in college is that I never took notes. I just fucking like I just sat there and listened. You know what I mean? Like I didn't write shit down. So I have the least amount of paper I can carry is the better. So yeah, I got rid of I get rid of all that shit, dude. Kyle, you're uh, you're awesome. I appreciate you so much. Have a, a great rest of your day there. Dumpsterdivers.com. Uh, Dumpsterdiversllc.com, I should say. Uh, do you think you'll hit $600,000 gross this year? No, five hundred was our goal. I think I think we could probably hit $500,000, dude. It'll be our biggest year of all fucking time, dude. I'm happy. Thank you. Good for you. All right. You're the man. I appreciate you so much, and I will talk to you down the road. All right, love you guys. See you, man. Love you. There you go, Kyle from Dumpster Divers. So awesome. God, that's fun. <laughs> that fucking frog. I love that frog. Uh, I would never. I would never do that though. I would never lick the frog. Not that I'm concerned about anything gross happening, but to me, I would be then losing sobriety. I don't want to lose sobriety. I've had people reach out to me and say, hey, man, you want to try an edible? And I'm like, uh, why? Why would I? Well, it's legal now. I say, yeah, you idiot. Alcohol's legal, too. I don't I don't go and drink it. No, I've been sober for uh, 26 years, for God's sake. Well, why would I? Why would I do that? I would not do that. But uh, for if you do, that's great. That is, uh, that I, I, yes, whatever makes you happy, you do what you want to do. All right. Very good. Thank you to Kyle from dumpster divers. Your old pal, Eric's got to go a uh, tinkle. That's right. Got to hit the potty. Um, so stand by. I will be back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome in to Arkansas. Arkansas 
Cerebral? Mm. Welcome to you. First time chat. COVID is fake. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Shut the fuck up, man. COVID's fake, you fucking asshole. You're fucking stupid. Um, rest in peace to the boober to the boomer bunker. Um, I saw on the uh, fan page, formerly known as Zaniacs United, uh, Lonely Nick and Dean the Retard posted that uh, John and Boomer Bob have canceled the show. Oh, my God. That's huge. What will 15, a group of 15 conspiracy theorists do now? Now, Chris says they still do the show on Monday nights. Well, I don't know what retarded Dean and lonely Nick are talking about then. Maybe they, maybe there's some wrong info being exchanged. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I'm getting all sorts of conflicting reports. Okay. Well, what you want to go around the radio dial? Well, I am your guy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll ask me more. Uh huh. And uh, so let me start off with a list I've been given. Um, uh, Zeke Miller, Associated Press. Now I've been given a list. Of- <laughs> I know I've got a. So they told me what to do here, and uh, who's they? Who gave this guy those? You're the commander in chief. You can do whatever you want. Who? Kenny just got a timeout for no. Oh, man, that's it. The book has given them information that has been of value to them. But then when they connect the book with the author. This is the devil. The book, although legitimate with Do not listen to this guy. Takes on a higher meaning. He does not know what he's talking about. Because now it's connected with a person. Yeah. It's one thing to sit in class. Quit yelling at me, man. I'm the devil. No one yells at me. A lecturer teach you the lesson. It's another thing to have a tutor sit down with you to help you to understand it. I'll, I'll help you understand. It's not that the information is un- unnecessary, it's critical. It's not that the information is to be passed over that's critical. Nice. Roxanne, I appreciate that so much. And uh, Conroe, when I was living in, in spring, Con- Kyler writes, Kenny tries to be funny. Bye-bye, fucker. <laughs> so, uh, been in your, your you can't call Kenny a fucker. Thank you for listening. Hey, babe, for- there's a lot of things that is too much. One is making fun of bananas. I don't like that. Getting timeouts, call me fucker. And, of course, making fun of anyone who has ever gotten a divorce. These are all things that I've experienced, so you shall not make fun of them. <laughs> the greatest country in the world. A partner who can take care of all your online presence needs. I'm tired of being a butt of jokes. Be a full-time job. Don't you 
1983. You guys see, I forgot who did it. It might have been Carrie Underwood. Uh, Underwood. Underwood. Um, did a version of Coal Miner's Daughter last night on the uh, Country Music Awards. It's incredible. In honor of Loretta Lynn. Oh my God. Listen to this. Do you hear those lyrics? I'm in my bed. I'm way too fine to be alone. I'm going to try that in the bedroom. That's Lizzo? I'm in my bed. I'm way too fine to be alone. Holy shit. And a travel cover, all for just three bucks plus That's free, free beer and hot wings. Just go to Harry's.com. The dot, frankly, the, that the unborn are persons. Oh, well, we, we don't have an announcement. Uh, we can't say anything. You know, you're going to hear on that show for about the next 15 years. Yeah, we don't have an announcement. We can't say anything. Uh, so. And denied the Lord. Lots of different. We have in studio guests this morning. Bree, come up to a, a mic here. Come on up here. 
So we do it in studio backstage passing. Not a very well attended, traditionally a very well attended parade. This is pudding in the morning. Event in Grand Rapids. In fact, and that is your trip around the radio dial. That is where the real talent lies. Okay? Who wouldn't want to turn on the radio to hear someone talk for four or five minutes and then 11 minutes of commercials? Who wouldn't want to do that? I was at the radio station yesterday. That's right. I was called into service. Uh, my good friends at iHeart, I actually, believe it or not, I am a paid employee of iHeart. Uh, and they said to me, Eric, we need your skills. I said, I know. What would you like me to do? Well, the hard-hitting Mac football game between the Buffalo Bulls college team and the Central Michigan University fighting Chippewas is taking place and it's being broadcast on the radio. Will you be there to get it on the air? And then when the announcer says, well, in front of the 18 fans here at Kelly short stadium, we're going to take a break uh, on the Chippewa radio network. I then take uh, a, a controller and put it down and put another one up And then it's a commercial for a place to go gamble your life away. And then when the commercial about gambling your life away finishes, I then take the control and put it back up. Welcome back to the 14 fans at Kelly Short Stadium as the Central Michigan University Chippewas are taking on the fighting Buffalo Bulls. That's it. I'm like, with all the technology you have at your disposal and all the people that you've fired over the years to make way for more technology, how come you don't have technology set up where the two systems talk to each other so that your old pal Eric Zane doesn't have to show up there and do this? Now, I always say no, but the guy who asked me is really sweet. And he says to me, I need your help. Will you run the CMU Buffalo Bulls game on the sports station? I said, I will. Okay. Pre-game starts at 6. So I get there at 540. And now for the $12 an hour I earn, okay, Time for some Eric Zane show math. Five thirty to ten thirty. That's sixty dollars. Your old pal Eric would earn. Gallon of gas there, gallon of gas back. That's eight dollars and fifty cents minus. Go to Jimmy John's and eat beforehand. It costs $13.50. There's a fucking five-finger death punch punch concert. So 
There's everybody is pulling into the parking garage. I'm like, oh shit. <clears throat> now, as I remember it, when you pull into the parking garage, I have to pay for parking too, but there's a system. You can park there for an hour and it's free. So what you do is you park there and you set an alarm for 57 minutes. Then you come down, you go get in your truck, you pull out of the thing with your ticket and then you put it in there. It says zero dollars. And then as, after you pull out, you immediately turn around and go right back in, get another ticket. I'm trying to uh, cut my costs on this endeavor. So I do it the first time. I know I'm under an hour. I put it in there. It says, the machine says, you owe me $1.25. I'm like, what? Maybe I was over an hour. I didn't think I was. Put my card in, pay it. I'm going to get the receipt so I can write it off. So it's another minus a buck 25. This old lady's uh, ripping cigarettes. She's out working in the thing and she knows that she doesn't have to help me because I'm using the kiosk, but there's no receipt. I go, ma'am, can I get the receipt? She goes, no, she goes, hit the button. I go, I did. It says it won't do it. She doesn't believe me. She walks over. And uh, she hits the button that I just hit. And then the message pops up that popped up for me. It says function not working. She goes, well, you want me? How much was it? And she's like annoyed with me. I go, you know, that's my, uh, I, I don't get annoyed with people. I go, you know, never mind. So not a big deal. Um, one too many steps. I'm just going to, who cares, you know, pull back in, park the car, go back up to the radio station. Here, another hour of hard hitting Mac football. One hour pregame show for this. And um, the game was also on ESPN, whatever. And you could see the stands. There was probably, I am not kidding you, the band was there because they had to be. And then that's it. There was no, there were no fans. This is a 40,000 seat venue. There were no fans there whatsoever. The team was three and six going into the matchup. So if no one, if on the campus, no one is going to watch the game, the actual campus, do you think anyone 150 miles away is going to be listening to it on the radio? No. In fact, there were moments in the game when the color commentator, Brock Gutierrez is his name, said, oh, folks, what a run. Turn on the TV and go see it. He actually would say that. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? No one listening. No one. The radio station makes money, though, because Central Michigan thinks, oh, who isn't going to want to well, listen to this? So they pay the radio station like $100,000 to carry the shit. Another hour goes by. I go, time to move the car. I go to the parking garage. Still a bunch of these fucking greasy five-finger death punch fans wandering in and out of the fucking place. Play whole, whole uh, parking garage smells like pot. I got my ticket. I know I'm under an hour. I hit the thing. It says I owe two fifty. And I, I go to the lady who was hitting the cigarettes. I go, I thought every hour was free. She says, that's before 6 p.m. Fucking kidding me. So I owe another two fifty. That is the end of my expenses. So 13, 21, 22, 24, 50, 25, 25. 
60 minus 25, 25. What does that leave me? 26, uh, $24.75. I made $24.75 for five hours. Divided by five, what does that break down to? An hour, net. It's uh, $24.75 divided by five hours. I My net was $4.95 prior to taxes. So, uh, holy fuck. Can you, how pathetic is that? While the game was going on, the quarterback for the Chippewas, I'd never heard of the dude prior to this. He's some guy named Bert Emanuel Jr. I'm going to share this with you because he he ran crazy. He had like 23 carries, a quarterback did, for 295 yards. He can't throw for shit. Okay, but he can run. I guess he's hard to tackle, and he's not incredibly fast, but audio check, video check. Look at this. You think I was kidding about the people in the stands. Look at, look at this. This is the quarterback. He's backed up to his own end zone, this Burt Emanuel Jr. Look at the fans. There's three here, two here. This guy, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 13, 14 in this section. Six in this section, one in this section, one in this section, three in this section, and these people. That's it. That's all the people that are there. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. Watch this run, though. They cut away at the wrong second because he's going down, and his back lands on one of the opposing players for Buffalo, and he doesn't go down, and he keeps running. Watch this. Snap in a fake handoff. Emmanuel running through to the 10. Now cuts back to the 15. Falls for it. Stays on his feet to the 20. He's free. Near side 30. Down the sideline 40. 50. 40. The other side 30. Outrace to the 20. 10. Stays on his feet to the 5. He's into the near corner of the end. Did you see number 4 try to push him out of bounds? That was so weak. Watch number 4. Number 4 can easily get this dude out of bounds. And look at what he does. It's this Pussy move. Ten stays on his feet. Ah, that's into the near corner of the end zone. Touchdown, Central Michigan. That's that shows you how bush league those announcers are. When when the Homer color commentators clapping, you can hear them clapping. Going, oh, 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 shut up. Fucking be professional. And the other guy. Yeah, Ryan says he sounds 14. Yeah, he is. He is. They they had a um, longtime veteran guy pass away, Don Shido, uh, in 2019. And then this guy, he's, his name's Adam Jackson. He's actually really a nice guy. But you're right. He sounds like a kid. He'll sound older as, his, as he's got what he's got to do. He's got, this is what you do when you want to sound older. Start smoking. So that's an old radio trick. Before every game, smoke a couple of packs of smokes. And then, you know, make that a regular habit. Continue to smoke cigarettes and you will start to have a little bit more, a little more in your voice that makes you sound uh, like a fucking man, not a boy. 
Uh, Sam the Jew writes, pussy move. I want to see you chase a guy 65 yard down the field and then try to tackle him. Idiot. I was talking about pushing him out of bounds. All he had to do was run into him and push him out of bounds. He should have gone low and got him out of bounds. That was a horrible attempt. Shut up. In fact, it's time to have you. Oh, I believe you're hungry for not only uh, the Sabbath, but 10 minutes of time out, fuck face. Shut up. All right. Chris says that's his job. He sucked at preventing that TD. Absolutely. That was awful. It was a terrible attempt. Central was down big in the game at the half, and then they came back strong and won it. But And then so, like, um, you know, the game's winding down. And I'm like, all right, if I get to if I get home right this second, I'll be in bed by 11.15. And then uh, they go, all right, uh, it's time for the post-game show. It's like the post-game show is like three hours of coverage. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck? It took forever. How could this possibly be? How can they do a post-game show on the fucking radio for a game that at the facility no one even went? Why wouldn't you just say, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Chippewas win. I was going to do a post-game show, but there's no point. Come on. Folks, I want you to reach out to me with an advertising inquiry. Get in front of 40,000 audience members a week is what I average on the Eric Zane Show podcast. And I want your message for your goods or services to be heard by them. Reach out on email, eric at ericzaneshow.com, and I'll tell you all about it. If you have any suggestions for the asshole of the day, please include them now on the chat. Yesterday, it was uh, the Jamestown Township bigots. Again, two days in a row. Full House Comedy has comedy going on this weekend. Kevin Nealon is uh, visiting. Go see him for tickets for that show and any of the other ones. Go to fullhousecomedy.com. If you're in the market for a mortgage, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, 231-332-6505. NMLS number 3035. The uh, cost of homes plummeting as we speak. So, uh, get started on the mortgage to be able to get into that house that you want to get into, whether it's a uh, first time home purchase, or you've been through this uh, many, many times, two, three, one, three, three, two, 6505. Reach out to Mario. Tell him that I sent you. Perhaps you just want to get a little money out of your cash to pay off some high interest credit cards. You can do that too. Two, three, one, three, three, two, 6505. And batting last in the lineup for this show. My friends at A&E Heating and Cooling, love them so much. You too can get a comfort maker furnace installed, the best in the business, by the best in the business, for not the best in the business price, okay? Underprice, over-deliver. That's what they do at A&E Heating and Cooling. That's kind of like my motto as well. 
616-516-8579. Get a couple of estimates from the other losers in town, uh, including the brothers whose annoying mom plays football, uh, and then the bald guy who rips everybody off and snaps his fingers. Get estimates from those scumbags and then have Joe Martinez be number three. He will beat all of them. 616-516-8579. The alleged smoking hooker is being nominated for asshole of the day. I don't know about that. Uh, Jared, are all Jared's kid touchers? That's the guy, uh, what's, what, how do you, I even forgot his, how to say his name. Jared, what? Jared, uh, Lysek. Accused of touching children. Could he be the asshole of the day? Uh, all right. How about the guy who sold me discounted gas station sushi this morning? I don't know. Uh, Stevie says, if he's guilty, I will be so pissed. Well, you know he's guilty, so you might as well be pissed right now. It's Stevie for assuming he's innocent. Stevie is the asshole of the day for supporting a child rapist. Oh, my God. I can't believe you did that. Asshole of the day brought to you by TC Paintball. Online at tcpaintballgr.com. Hello to first-time chat person watching from the bathroom. Welcome to you. I wonder if I know you. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that is my time on the podcast. I'll talk to you on the Patreon bonus podcast. Thank you so much. Till next time. Bye-bye.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.